Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Paul Brown, welcome to Matter of Faction podcast, episode 27 for the Handshake Media Network. And uh, this week, there has been a phenomenal amount of new happenings, new announcements, all kind of things that were hinted at last week, but this week we got the word. They're officially happening. They're officially happening. And... Let me tell you, we were dead wrong about a lot of details on <laughs> yeah. Tool. On the Tool tour announce, I mean, we talked about, oh, no, there definitely won't be arenas. No, there's definitely arenas. There are, yes. Uh, and uh, it was definitely Feb 2020. Uh, we, we, I mean, we kind of knew, but we were like, oh, do they mean the Weren't year too after? Sure. What are they going to do? Yeah. That kind of thing. And they've come back guns blazing. But also... Short timeline. The month they're coming yeah. is just... Massive. There is so much happening in February 2020. It's we hard to keep up. totally thought we have a reprieve in February in between Unify and uh, and Download. Turns out we don't. Not going to happen. Uh, so strap yourselves in and uh, we'll get through all of this news and let you know what's been happening. But uh, Ebony Story, take it away with the heavy news headlines. Hello. Yes, thank you. Now, Trophy Eyes have just announced a New South Wales Fires Benefit Show being held at the Cambridge Hotel in Newcastle. This comes after a close friend of the band lost his house in the fires, but luckily not his life. To show their support for their community and state, all profits from the show will be donated to the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, as well as some to their mate. So if you can head along on December 15th, tickets are on sale now. Oh, and hey, they're also heading on an East Coast tour in Feb next year. And if you haven't heard this yet, get your life together and check out Architect's acoustic version of their album Closer, A Wasted Hymn. These fellas can do no wrong at the moment and vocalist Sam Carter's melodic cleans are good. And when Coheed and Cambria pulled out of Good Things Festival because of their drummer's health scare and upcoming surgery, I was pretty gutted. But there is good news. The butterfly effect will be replacing Coheed and yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. They sold out the few shows they played earlier this year, so you know they'll be firing on all cylinders in December. Oh, and speaking of festivals, have you heard of Knotfest at Sea? Yeah. In August 2020, Slipknot are hopping on a cruise ship from Barcelona, and for four incredible days, you'll be on board with bands and fans. Crazy, huh? And to finish on another high note, I'm sure you've seen around social media, but we'd like to give a shout out to Sean McAuliffe. He's been spotted at a local hardcore show and even jumped on the mic for band Pure Instinct for some guest vocals. What a legend. That's all the news for now. Stay heavy. Thanks, Ebony. Now, we can't go any further without talking about arguably one of the most highly anticipated albums for 2020, which luckily for us And they're fans, getting them out of the way really yeah, quickly. Absolutely. It's... Like, we're going to see the, like, this album reaching us in February. It's the brand new sophomore album from Polaris. And uh, The Death of Me is the title of it. Yep. And we... We've already seen and heard The Masochist. Yep. Or Masochist, sorry. We've also heard and seen Hypermania, which they debuted Live. on the Holy Hell tour. Yep. And uh, already, two bangers. Two bangers yep. already. Yep. This is great. This is probably... Hypermania seems like it was the heavier of the two. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So what they've said is that they want to take a lot of the elements that fans love from the first album and try and, you know, do something different without Honestly. doing the same copy-paste yeah, metalcore, copy-paste gentry, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which I respect. I've, I've got mad respect for that, for yep. bands who want to try and, you know, don't do the same thing over and over again. Yep. Because then, unfortunately, Absolutely. you get people who go, oh, they're just another metalcore band. Oh, they're just doing the same thing again and, like, riding on the success of the first album. That's yep. I don't get that feeling with Polaris. I feel no. like they've planned this thoroughly. Yep, yep, absolutely. And they've called in a couple of friends... To help produce it, uh, Scotty Simpson from Alpha Wolf has, yeah. has contributed 
uh, some production, as has their live sound engineer, Lance Prince. Or I think it's Prince. I think it's Prince. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, uh, you know, and so they've, it seems like what they've done is they've just involved a lot of their friends. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I have heard as well they self-produce too. So yeah, like yeah sorry. Step, they've called yeah. them in for help to do on that. Yeah, gotcha. bits and yeah. pieces. Yeah. yeah, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, the first track, Masochist, uh, amazing track. Amazing big, video big, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was getting to that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just song alone has got a massive hook. Yeah, and it's massive hook. It it it, it and kind added of, to Triple J rotation straight away. Absolutely, had to sick, be done. Yeah. yeah, like when you when you hear this song for the first time, you, you don't know what you're expecting because you listen to everything on the Mortal Coil. It kind of rolls into one another, and you can gauge an understanding of what this song sounds like, and you know where the next song is going to go. That kind of thing. This yeah. is completely different, uncharted territory compared to even the EPs they've put out in the past. And mm. but still, it shows the progression of the band and yep. how far they've come since those early days. Yep. Yep, agreed. Uh, but I mean, they were starting from such an advanced spot. Like that EP of theirs is uh, The Guilt and the Grief. is yeah. just such phenomenal work. You know, they're coming from such a, you know, they're starting halfway down the track. Is that, that's you know exactly I mean? right. Like, so yeah, now, yeah. They're, now they're, I mean, I mean, that analogy puts them closer to the finish line, which is, that's, <laughs> that's a terrible analogy. It's a terrible analogy. The, the, but you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, that's they're, right. They're, you know, you know, it's not like they were they were coming from a spot where you know the last thing we heard from them, you know, was virtually unheard of. Like it was very, very good and very critically acclaimed. Yeah, that's already, right. Already, let alone you know. So there's always that pressure, especially with album two. Yeah, correct. Yeah, to, especially. Uh, I mean, look, look, look. We've we've always seen what the Mortal Coil did. It got them recognition around Australia, around the world. Score them an ARIA nomination as well. So well, like, well, cop this. I saw someone post. Uh, um, repost uh, a, a tour poster from two years ago. Saw this, yeah. With In Hearts Wake. Yeah, Cross Faith, yeah, yeah, While She Sleeps. They were, Polaris were opening that tour in virtually the same venues they are now headlining yeah. within two years. Unheard of. Well, I'm not so unheard of, but amazing. Like, like for, for a band of that stature to do that in such a short amount of time, and we look at what happened with Polaris and the success they had with sold out tours back to back to back to back. Like they are at this level now and I'm glad mm. they're playing these big shows because you watch, they'll start selling out. And when you look, this tour that they've got coming up is just mental. Wage War are coming down. Yep. They've Crystal got, Lake. They've got their new album behind them. Crystal Lake's new album is great. If you haven't heard it yet, yep. you're really missing out on one of like the greatest discoveries of 2019. Yep. Being and flogging the guts out of yeah, the Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. I'm glad you're doing that. And uh, Alf Wolf, like that is a gigantic pancake stacked lineup mm. and you need to get that in your gob. Wow. Like I'm so bloody stoked that that's what's happening and I'm so bloody stoked. Shout out to Ash Hull for finally bringing Crystal Lake to Australia. It's been, been a long been, time coming. I have coming. been seeing that. Yeah. Like, a lot of people commenting and saying like, somebody bloody bring crystal lake to australia yeah and it goes to show you're watching the market and bringing the people we want to bring so Mm. like this is fantastic so stoked for the polaris boys and what's to come 2020 is already off to a fantastic start and like we're only two months in well not yet but well we will be what we're talking about yeah exactly yeah yeah. so the album's out february 21 and the tour starts same day pretty much that's right yeah 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 it's nuts and uh february 
is proving to be quite big, even with the addition of one extra day next year. It's a leap year, kids. Write Ooh, that down in your diary. Of course it is, because it's divisible by four. Cur- Failed maths. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but also, uh, the, the biggest tour news, Tool making their return to Australia. Yep. It's been six long years. The last time they were here, they did an East Coast tour. This time they're doing an East Coast tour plus Perth. So, you know, they've, they've, added, out Adelaide. they've, they've added one more show in there. So is Adelaide. Uh, but, mate, like massive shows, massive venues for Tool. Shows a lot of confidence in, in Australia. In, in uh, Well, I mean, Australia was one of the countries... Uh, in the world that, you know, put the record to number one. So yeah, correct. Yeah. So there's nothing you know, to say that that confidence shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be there for it. And they've got the following. They've got the fan That's base. It. They've got a lot of fans who have been waiting eagerly for new material to hear in a live setting mm-hmm. and like that's just not that's just one aspect of this tour like i've seen some of the shows have been playing overseas and some of the bloody things that they've got on stage like the, the sets the props the backlighting and everything like that it's going to be more of an experience than just going to a show and you know seeing a show at one of these massive venues or massive arenas essentially mm. so like we're we're, we're getting a really good way to kick off this year and tool, like in my opinion, is going to be a show to remember for the year. It's going to be totally. hard to top that. And, and this week they also announced their, like the extra special book edition of the record as well. that comes along with the C still no mention of the vinyl. Nothing. No, I think they're planning something like, I don't know what it could be. Maybe at the end of the world tour, they, they, they do a vinyl release Maybe. then that kind of thing. But yeah, like this is like an additional oh, thing for collectors to have. Yeah. And if you're a tool collector, you have to imagine, add it to your collection. Imagine you've dropped nearly 200 bucks on uh, or 150 bucks or whatever it is on the little screen CD. That case. came with. Yep. Yep. And then like, Right, now I've got to drop another 180 on a book. Yeah, well, you know, if you're a collector and you love the band, it yeah. doesn't matter how much you spend, you just but then, make it And then rain. you're going to be like, well, now I've got to drop 300 bucks on some vinyl <laughs> as well. Like, See, like that's, that's be, the, you know, like six, seven hundred bucks in hock to this to this one album. Pricey, you've got to pick your battles and you've got to pick your bands. And that's I'm waiting what... <laughs> on the vinyl. That's the battle I'm waiting for. That's why I've decided that that tool is probably a bit too expensive for my liking. Yeah. I'll stick to my metal core yeah, imagine, and stuff like that. Imagine you collected all the variants of that. Yeah, God, no. Yeah. I, I, well, if I was to sell it, I've got a house deposit. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least it, there's one benefit from doing it. Yeah. Um, Trophy Eyes announced their East Coast tour, obviously in February as well. We might as well just keep talking about Feb because that's the big it's news. It's my birthday in February, you know. Oh, I forgot already. Um, but anyway, we can go to we can go to Trophy Eyes. They're doing an East Coast run, uh, and they announced the news by a skywriter above Sydney. Mm. How many bands have done that? Like that you can think not, of. Not that I can remember. The last time I saw a, 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 a sky writer by like a plane was for a Tiesto oh, concert. And that was no, like bloody eight years ago. The last time I saw that, and it was for a very terribly negative reason, they were writing things in the sky against um, marriage equality. Ah, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, that was the last right, time. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck. Yeah, well, you know, some people, unfortunately, you know, live in that kind of in world. In the stone age. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, if I was in that plane, I would have just pulled into the Macca's drive through and just ordered and then, you know, flew away, that kind of thing. Kept yeah, the money yeah. with me. <laughs> but, yeah. Take, take the money and then just... And then just order Maccas instead. Now, Trophy Eyes put out their album, The American Dream, last year. Mm-hmm. So heading into 2020, two years apart, we could start seeing some new material from the boys, you reckon? Is that that point? Well, I mean, I, I, 
I reckon this would be a bit of a um, prospecting sort of tour for them. You'd roll out maybe two newies. Yeah, in the lead in up there. to like, it. I yeah. mean, I know they're totally different uh, genres and and all that sort of stuff, but Carnival is like the kings of doing that. Just I'll do songs. a tour like not on any particular album cycle or whatever, and it'll be like all the hits, but they'll roll out like two or three just smattered through the yeah through the set yeah. that'll be like we're just trying these new ones out Let's see how they road test them yeah, essentially yeah. So and what the fans I think, like yeah. I think if Trophy Eyes did that I mean you know we're out of cycle for them yep but if they're announcing a tour now uh, that's what February, comes to mind yeah maybe it means they're, they're not they're not ready to drop a track yet but maybe they're gonna road road test two or three newies well it's going to be the first uh release of new music since they lost kevin kevin the rhythm guitarist he left the band so now they're getting by as a four piece the promo pictures are them continuing on like that like they've got it they've got the potential to do it and they can continue on doing this my thinking would be if they were going to drop a new song they'd drop it now with the with the announcement well we might get something in the lead up to christmas and then maybe something before the tour because it's right about the middle of the tour middle of feb before it kicks off so or it could literally just be shows well they've played a few shows my my, my theory is like they've, they've played you have a look at what they've done this year alone mm. like they've played Unify they yep, did Splendor they did, they did they the did Amity the, Afflictions um, yeah yeah they did um, the Amity Afflictions Heaven in, and Hell yeah, yeah in Brisbane yeah so they've played a few shows already they supported Bring Me The Horizon in April so oh, like yeah. oh my god they've, they've a done a lot year. they've done a lot of touring but does that mean they have had time to record or well not? I didn't think that this was a thing and someone pointed out to me on Twitter the other day that apparently they've been in studio working on some stuff that kind of thing but okay. they haven't alluded or, or shared you know most bands share Instagram stories and show mm, them working in the mm. studio they have had none of that so Ooh, they've had plenty of very secretive they've had plenty of spare time to do it so I think that's what we're going to see if you want oh, new okay. music from Tro- Trophy Eyes you heard it here first it's coming next year or maybe by the end of the year Oof, we'll, we'll throw that out there you're throwing the glove down it's not All the right. worst or most inaccurate claim I've ever made on this show before so you know <laughs> it's true <laughs> I think that's a bit more reasonable it's very true um, but Hollywood Undead like we've touched on these guys before and they've officially announced their album's coming yeah while we're talking about February yep let's just talk about another thing let's get everything uh, out of the way February's just insane so February 14th uh, they're dropping their new album uh, vol- uh, New Empire Volume 1 yep and uh, we've heard two tracks from it so far we've heard Already Dead and uh, Time Bomb, which dropped last Friday. And, uh, yeah, I'm really glad that they're leaning back into the heavy. Yeah, because, absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's there's hip-hop elements or rap elements in yep. these tracks, but whew, their last stuff before this was very... It lent way more into the hip-hop. That's and it, it, yeah. It, it was lent so much lighter and, and pop that... I just don't think it worked for them. So it's kind of like, would you say they went down the angle of maybe Machine Gun Kelly and kind of yeah, and, try and, to dive and, into that? Yeah, and even cr- that more group. like a like Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, like yeah, it, gotcha. Yeah, okay. It was, it, it was in that, you know. And do you remember that uh, record that, um, uh, Sleeping with Sirens did? The the latest one? No, or? the one before. Uh yeah, Gossip. Yeah, yeah it was like that. Oh, yeah, but like, okay, right. yeah. Cool. Well, so, great, a great return to form next yeah, year yeah, for Hollywood Undead. Yeah, big time. Undead. Yes, big time. And, and it's paying off. Like, 
the numbers that they're doing, like they're just doing like millions and millions of streams and YouTube views. Like. And this is a band that, like, that not in, in my opinion and my experience, uh, people know of, but not a lot of people. I think will I think confirm a, and say I'm a fan of. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think they're it's a it's an American thing. I yeah. Think, yep. I think that. They yet to like there's there's fans here in Australia, but I think it's yet to hit critical mass. It's kind of like Ice Nine Kills, essentially like big yeah. in the states, and it's only just started to dribble the, the, down. Yeah, yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah, yeah cool. totally. So yeah, I just expect more from that. Like it's crowded month, but it'll be in there as well. There's plenty happening, and look, you you, you said that album comes out on February 14th, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Like yeah. when thinking ahead, when it comes to Valentine's Day, you're obviously thinking about your partners and gifts and presents and things along the lines Albums, of that. tour tickets. If someone was to essentially get you Carnival's back catalogue on vinyl again, would that be something that you would be inclined to be stoked with, or do you already have that in your collection? I already have it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and in fact, yourself, I, don't get pricey that for Valentine's Day. And in fact, I, I ended up with two copies of Asymmetry. They, they oh, stopped. nice. Yeah. The, there was a printing glitch on one of them. Yeah. And I reported it and I got a second Oh, look copy. at you guy. Yeah, excellent. So I kept, Doing I the, good kept fight. The, the incorrect one because it's yeah. going to be probably worth more. Possibly. And I gave the other one as a gift to a friend. Good. Yeah. Great story. Needs yeah. more dragons. Um, but vinyl reissues of those uh, three albums. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Pricey, yep. but um, Tool, who we spoke about earlier, finally put their music on streaming sites before yep. the release of their new album. Carnival are going on tour for Good Things Festival. Could this re-release potentially mean we are closer to a new release song from Carnival? Yeah, closer, but it's all relative, isn't it? <laughs> you know Are we closer I mean? than we were at Unify earlier this year, which they also played and did not release a new song Well, how for. existential do you want to get, mate? Because, like... I'm doing it for the people, Pricey. Yeah, there are a lot of people who listen to this as podcast. Ta- every second we get closer to it, don't we? Like, okay, so we're closer than what we were three seconds ago, is yeah. what you're saying. All right. Yeah. <laughs> In the realm of having new music, does yeah. this seem to be like a teaser or something which could allude to that new Carnival album finally coming or the if, first taste of If we of don't it. have a new Carnival song in the first half of next year, I'll eat my hat. Cool. Well, I, I, I'm going to find your biggest hat. Hoss! And I'm <laughs> Hoss! Help me, man! Write a song! We'll lube that up and you can eat that. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, it makes perfect sense because the band are obviously doing a tour. They're also on the Good Things Festival. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to their good mates who we'll reveal in a second who just got added, which is stoked, which is yeah. amazing news. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. I feel 2020 has been long enough. We've been waiting long enough for Carnival. They know how long we've been they waiting. They know we wanting. And, look, everyone... They know we want it. Everyone compares them to Tool. Tool have released the albums. Yeah. Now it's like, come on, guys, you know... It's about time. Tool caved in. Surely you can cave yeah. in now. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, uh, it was 20. I want to say 2014 for Asymmetry. I think it was. Yeah, that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And 2019. Uh, sorry, 20, 2009 for Sound Awake. So it was five years in between that. 2005 was uh, Thumata. So there's four years before that. So four, five. Or are they going to do... A six for 2020. Or are they going to do better? Oh, it's a pattern. Are they going it's to... It's a pattern. They are like Tool. Or they could do, you know, worse than what Tool did and do 14 years instead just to, you know, regain dominance again in the prog world. <laughs> well, I think we're going to have to start looking at like Fibonacci sequences, <laughs> look at Pythagoras' theorem. Look What's at... Nostradamus up to these yeah, days? Yeah. Can we go back through all of his records? Yeah, find out, yeah. 
All right, so hopefully we see it's that mention of some like mysterious vool. Yeah, you know, and that's like, what it alludes to, and yeah, then we'll yeah. find the album cover in there. Twenty twenty. But as we mentioned, like good mates, really good mates of Carnival, the yep. butterfly effect have been added to Good Things Festival, replacing Coheed and Cambria. And can I just say, Bravo. great, well done, because there were a lot of people going, how can you replace a band like Coheed and Cambria? And with with Carnival already on the lineup, and you've got the butterfly effect. That to me is like the perfect switch. Like, yeah. unfortunately, uh, the drama of Coheed has some medical issues, and that needs attending to. Yep. Totally understandable. Yep. Wish him all the best with his recovery. Take Would have been time. epic, but totally yeah, exactly. You accept yep. that. However, you get this band that's been a part of Australian music history for so long, for nearly decades, twenty years now, almost yep. twenty years. So, yeah. but here's the thing, right? So, back in the day, butts were. A staple on yeah, absolutely. on the festival scene yeah, everywhere. Right? They've you know they did big day out a couple of times. They did you know uh, sounds of spring. Yeah, they did you know they did falls. I believe they've done, like something and a they bunch did splendor in the like, grass because I was splendor there. Yeah, yep, bunch right. of things right. Like they did triple J's one night stand one year. Yeah, you know they they were a staple. Now since they've returned, they've been. They haven't done any festivals. No festivals, it's, right? It's yeah. literally been own headline shows. Yeah. This is a return to the festival scene that I'm like, now I'm super excited. Like you hear people talk about so much. Like, remember that time we went to Big Day Out and we saw Clint and he was wearing, and he had like the blue makeup on his face. He had like the yeah, blue Yeah, the full blue white paint suit. And all yep, that. yep. You know, the, the, and then there was the one where he did, where he was wearing like the full skeleton suit and all that sort of yep, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. There's always something memorable about, about a butterfly effect yeah. show at a music festival. And so I, I want to put it out yeah. there to Clint. What costume are you wearing, man? <laughs> Let's go to, you know, I want to see something epic that people talk about, like something new rather than I remember seeing Clint wearing the blue, you know, the war paint. Yeah, you know, yeah, I gotcha. Stuff. Let's, like let's br- make new Butterfly Effect Festival memories because seriously, yeah. like, people talk about that still. And that's the thing. Like, they're, they're a band who resonate great with live headline shows, but they're also an amazing band to see at music festivals. Yeah. Like, I remember it was a big day out that they played and uh, Arctic Monkeys were playing on the main stage. I did not rate them, and I still, for some reason, don't rate Arctic Monkeys. And I went to go see the Butterfly Effect, and I had a much better time watching those guys Hell in a yeah. chant with not as many people watching the main stage. Butterfly Effect are incredible, so I cannot wait to see them yeah. at a music festival again. again. Yeah. Oh my god, it's going to be like reliving youth, essentially. But like yeah, yeah. in twenty nineteen. Yeah, but with you know they've got new tracks as well. Like they'll they'll play Unbroken. Yeah, they will. Yeah, which was a big banger for they'll, this year. They'll go back and they'll play the bangers. Yeah, Slow Descent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, look, what a tune. Yeah. Look, man, the drum tones on that intro on a Slow Descent. <laughs> Just inhale that. Bites that's, knuckle. That's Ooh. that's what gets you going at night. Oh, my God. The uh, snare drum. My God. Now, uh, you know, Butterfly Effect are a band who have come back from a break and have just hit the nail on the head right then and there. Yep. Um, now, another band who have sort of emerged back from a bit of a a bad critique of their last release is oh, Suicide Silence. Oh, right, yeah. They're, we know <laughs> this. Fans know this. I think even the band know this, that their last release was a bit too far left and I experimental. I don't know what that was. Mm, yeah, essentially. 
But like, you know, bands try different things. Yeah. And they're more than yeah. able to try within their boundaries and see what they can do. Unfortunately, that was a miss. However, they've got their new album coming out, Become the Hunter. Mm-hmm. And they've put out the, uh, the, well, they put out two songs. One was called Meltdown, which was essentially just an instrumental. Okay. And uh, it is the first song on the actual album itself. Oh, so too. it's basically an intro track. Exactly. That's right. essentially the situation of that one there. However, they've put out a secondary song. And I have to say that, look, criticisms aside, I think Love Me to Death could be their return to form. Ooh, okay. It's, they've gone Go check back. It out. I haven't, I haven't listened to it because honestly, I got burned. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like if thirty seconds. I don't know if Mars, I'm going back to that. If thirty seconds Mars ever put out another song, I'd be really hesitant and would wait a couple of weeks before I gave into it. That kind of thing. But I this, but man, they're not going back to him. No, they're not. No, they're far from it. They're gone completely. Uh, Rest in peace, the memories we have. Yeah, Jared's going off. He he's is, off the rails. He's got the just he's got the Jesus complex going on right it's now. Weird. So like, let him do his thing, what? right? Did you read all that stuff about how he like like? actively petitioned to get the Joker movie shut down and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I know. The like, guy's just, you know, caught up he's in, off in his bad head. directing. So, he you is know. off his head. Look, I, I, I rated the Joker good, but like... You Joker, rated the Joker I, good? No, I rated his Joker good. I just feel that he was put into Suicide Squad and not given a decent storyline. He yeah, was just there that. as like a draw card. And then there was all of this attention going. It was hyped up over nothing. He had like maybe 10 minutes worth of footage, if, if that. that. Yeah. So look, he, he, he did a bad movie. Um, he, he did a bad album and I think he just needs to try and find himself. The guy's almost 50. Come on, give him a break. It's a midlife crisis, right? He's still looking good. He, he is looking very good. So anyway, back on topic again, Suicide Silence, they're back. They've gone to the deathcore roots. If you haven't heard the new song but, and you're hesitant with All the right. last album, go give it a speak. All right, I'll, I'm, you've, you've convinced me. I'm going to do that. Excellent. Now, um... Ozzy Osbourne, we we've been on Aussie Watch for the past year because he pulled out of Download yeah. Festival due to pneumonia, which and, and some European tour dates yeah. as well. Yeah. Now he's made up for those dates with uh, Marilyn Manson in and the US. Yep. In the US, doing a tour there. He's also just announced his new solo album coming out next year. Yep. So we've heard the first song under the graveyard, and I like it. You do? Yeah, I added Look, it. I, I I'll give it a bit more time, but also in my experience i feel that ozzy osbourne is a better performer than he is a studio recorder yeah, that's my yeah, interpretation you mean now or just all in, along. in general all, all along <laughs> look look i can even go back even back to his sabbath i days. can go back to some of the songs from sabbath and and they're okay and you know just see i'm surprised like with this new song like if you listen to it he does not sound like he is the age he is mm. He's, he's really given it some energy, man. Well, you know, he teamed up with Post Malone, who probably taught, taught him a thing or two. Ooh, and you I, didn't, know, I didn't listen to that song. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's probably learned a couple of different techniques. I don't know, is Ozzy Osbourne the kind of person who would take techniques or advice from people? I think so. I think he's got maybe, a down Maybe pack. a trusted producer that's been along with him the whole time. There you go. Maybe. Yeah, all right. Or maybe just Sharon. Uh, yeah, well, Sharon! Sharon! Goes, Sharon! She does everything for him. And th- do they get back together? I've yeah, they, together. Well, they got divorced, well, look, right? If they're not together in a marital sense, they're together she in a is business. Still her, yeah. She is still the manager, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, you know. I, I, and Sharon you have to check on the status Aussie. of that. I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll go to IMDb. Surely it's on there at some point. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's got his solo album out. Now he. He's taking Marilyn with him. Now he hasn't announced his 
uh, make do shows from having the cancelled download. He did yeah. say that he was going to do them. Yeah. Could we potentially see him bring Marilyn Manson down oh, to Australia? Right. Yeah. Maybe the back half of this year. Yeah. Uh, next year. I can see that somewhere in the middle. And my my reasoning for that is because. Marilyn Manson, despite his stature and presence in the music industry, he's not a music festival performer. In my opinion, he's a great performer when it comes yeah. to venues, like large-scale yeah, venues, yeah. small-scale venues. So, like, yeah. him with Ozzy Osbourne... Yeah, the last two performances I've seen from yeah. Manson have been definitely far from perfect. And, look, I don't want to criticise his ability because he is a great musician. Do you he know what, man? Just, the band just... that he had with him both times, like, he's, he's obviously, like, recruited... Much younger players and and whatever. Like he hasn't got. Yeah. Many, I don't think he's got many or if any of his originals. Original yeah. players. But like whoever he's got in his band right there, they're they're on a cracking yeah. band. Yeah. Unfortunately, he really was the one letting the the, the team the, the down. Team yeah. Down essentially. Yeah. On the day because his band was like they just powered through. They, yeah. Exactly. They, yeah. Yeah. They did it's, what they would there to do and they nailed out the songs. And unfortunately, it was him that was running out of breath. He was but it also, he vomited on stage. Yep. Like, oh my and look, God. I'll admit, like he has said in the past that he gets anxiety when he's on stage at music festivals. It happens, I understand. Well, yeah, that. okay. Uh, but then also, people have said that they saw him play like like a, like a Tiffany, Tivoli kind of venue, like a small little yep, venue yep. like that, uh, and put on one of the most incredible shows I've ever seen in such a, s- a small kind of setting. So I feel like if this is a guy who's come out and said that he doesn't like playing music festivals, then then stop booking him for music festivals yeah. or stop accepting them and get a tour instead. Yeah, whether yeah. you do a headline tour, whether you do a support tour like this. I mean, mm. like we're seeing... I mean, that seems perfect, right? The, the, the two of them together Manson. is great. It's, yeah. it's like Maiden and Killswitch. Like, you know, two bands you never thought would oh, go together, yeah. but will do and deliver an amazing show. Actually, do you know what? More than those, more than that comparison there, the comparison that works there is bands from that... Uh, of two different generations. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, nine times out of 10, the, the, let's say the, the youth. So us under forties, right? We've been raised on these kind of heavy bands. Well, you're closer to 40 than I am, Ooh. mate. So we've been raised on these. Thanks bands for including me through <laughs> these parents, right? Through our parents. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we can go I'd to like, a show. I'd like to think my dad knew who the fuck Ozzy Osbourne there was, you go. but he that's, doesn't. So. Okay. All right. Well, you know, parenting fails are fine. That's all right. No, my, my mum. I raised, love my parents, but they're not into music at all. My mum raised me on Queen and um, Kiss. So oh. look, that's my introduction <laughs> to. Oh. That, this this week must have been a disappointment to you then. No, it's all right. You yeah. know, I've seen them once, seen them like a billion yeah. times. It's fine. Exactly. So, like, it's good that we can go with that cross generation to go see a heavy show and yeah. walk away respecting each other's bands. Yeah, like, if yeah. you, you take your dad, you take your mum or, or someone older in your family along to this show, watch their faces during Kill Switch and then watch their face during Maiden, right? Yeah, You're just yeah. going to see, like, eyes open to the new and eyes open to what they know and love with Maiden. It's just going to be mm. like a wholesome metal experience and I'm glad that it's finally coming to yeah, Australia. That's cool. It's great. That's really cool. Uh, gee whiz, I think we've come to the end of what we have to talk about this week. Uh, got anything more to add, mate? You just want to throw something else in there? Um, no, no, I think that's it. Like having a look through everything, we've covered the majority of like the, the two biggest weeks of music oh. news have finally it's, come to an end. I think everyone feels like we've been saying that every week for I the know. last however long. Like it's just been a cavalcade of of 
like huge things. But look, I personally believe we've got like a week or two before, you know, the Good Things Music Festival yeah. kicks off the heavy music um, festival season for us. So quick like... Quick breather. I feel like everyone's bank accounts need a rest for a couple of <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah, but it's Christmas. I know. Like straight after that. So it's like, you know, this uh, this whole We're situation screwed. of like, we've, we've, we've done our best to survive this long. Let's have a breather before we get back into it again. And then yeah. we've got a good solid couple of months coming up. Which is great. It's 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 unrelenting, and all we need to do is just dive in head first and get through it all, and just come out the other side more knowledgeable, having more experiences, and and having more good times with friends and family. Oh, that's nice. <sighs> Gotta love the wholesome wrap ups. Yeah. Well, that's been episode twenty seven of the Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Group. Thanks for coming along on that ride with us, and uh, we'll see you again next week for twenty eight. Yeah, that's pricey. I'm Brownie. Goodbye. Boy. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.